0: Matthew, the seventh chapter. We are looking at the message of Jesus. See, we are going through the gospel of Matthew. We've been, uh, we're finishing up now the uh, Sermon on the Mount. We ended with verse 13 last time, where Jesus says these words, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow is the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. I was challenging us uh, last time, you know, that many people have this idea, and surveys show this overwhelmingly. uh, Almost everybody thinks the most people go to heaven, that it's only a few that don't make it. When in fact, the teaching of Jesus, and what we're doing is looking at the teaching of Jesus, is exactly the opposite. Now, I don't know what the percentages are. He didn't tell us what the percentages are, and it's none of our business to decide who doesn't, who's, you know, gonna make it or who isn't gonna make it. Uh, These things are left up to God, so we need to teach the truth and and let people respond to the truth. But uh, this idea that everybody makes it, only a few bad people will make it, it's, it's exactly the opposite. Jesus said many will go into destruction. Now, to give you a picture of many, think of many of something, you know, I don't know, beach balls. Imagine many, 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 many beach balls up here. Now imagine a few. Can you get the stark picture in your head? This is what we're looking at. Now this ought to put a little bit of the fear of God in all of us. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Uh, Many people don't have a fear of God today. Uh, It's been taught actually against that we should not fear God. Not fear in a bad way, but fear in a respectful way. You know, this is some serious stuff. I think the reason that many people don't take their Christian faith seriously is why? Everybody makes it. It's no big deal. Uh, When it's just not true. Then Jesus goes on and he says, watch out for false prophets. Well, why would we have to watch out for anything? Because of what he just said. Only a few get this. So watch out for false prophets. They come in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. Now, there are many, 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 speaking of many, warnings in the New Testament to people of faith. Warnings for things to avoid. Why are there warnings? Because they knew what Jesus taught. Uh, Oftentimes they refer to those who are true followers of Christ as the the elect, the select few. You know, again, you know, you can't look at the guy next to you and decide whether or not they're one of them or not. Uh, But clearly we need to have more of a circumspect view of these things. And when you start to understand this, just this truth alone, the warnings of the Bible become a little bit more clear to you. Oh, I need to watch out for that. Oh, I need to avoid that. Oh, as opposed to this, oh, it doesn't really matter. God's grace just covers everything, blah, 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 which leads to destruction and leads to defeated lives. So he warns us about it. So watch out. There's going to be people coming in, even in the faith community, to get you to fall into the many category. Well, then he starts talking about their fruit, the fruit, you will know them and stuff. And I'm going to come back to that in in my next message and and build on that more. Uh, Don't want to really get caught on that right now. He says, really trying to show the difference between who is a wolf and who is not. But then he continues, verse 21. Now, remember, this is the context here. Not everyone gets in. Strive to get into the narrow gate. Be careful about these things. Look out, watch out, be careful. And then verse 21, he continues and he says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Now what I'm reading this morning, I'm just reading these words. These are the words of Jesus. But in the context of the Christian world in which we live today, this is almost radical because of anything. It's like the Christian community, evangelical community in particular, has spent hundreds of millions of dollars saying the exact opposite. All you have to do is ask Jesus in your heart and call him Lord and you'll be saved. Now, there is a truth to that without question. The Bible talks. There's actually there's lots of versions of describing salvation and how to get there and stuff like that. But this idea of just telling everybody, if you just call Jesus Lord, you're going to be saved, is not really true. It's part truth. We need to take in the whole scriptures, all the teachings of the Bible. You can't build an entire uh, theology off of a verse or two. It includes that, of course. You need to ask Christ into your heart and express faith and confess him as Lord. This is how the steps to salvation. This is how you started out this glorious experience of salvation. But just to tell everybody if you just do this, this is all it takes, we've literally convinced millions of our own countrymen. When they do surveys, you know, how many people believe there's really a heaven and hell? And it's shocking how many people don't, you know? How many people really believe Jesus was born of a virgin? Eh. But then you know, all kinds of moral questions that you have. Pick the subject. Surveys are all over the place. And, and at times some of the answers get a little discouraging, but they say, well, how many of you are born again Christians? It's amazing how many people claim to be born again. They claim they espouse this thing, yeah, I've, yeah I'm okay, I lie, I cheat, I commit adultery, I do all the horrible things I shouldn't do, but I'm born again, I'm sure I'm going to heaven. Why? Why well, I, I pray the prayer. They'll literally say, I pray the prayer. Why? Because we have taught so much, not we, but many people have taught, it, it's all you need to do. It's not all you need to do. It's the beginning. It's just the beginning. He says... Not everyone, this is Jesus talking. Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will get into the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father. You ha- we have to obey God's will. Now, when it comes to the will of God, a lot of people are confused about the will of God. A lot of people think the will of God has to do with decisions you have to make in this world. You know, uh, you know should you get you know, blue shoes or brown shoes? What's the will of God for me? You know, uh, of course, if you're me, you, you get both. <laughs> But, uh, uh, you know, should I work here or shouldn't I work here? You know, what's God's will? Pastor, can you help me find God's will? You know, should I date this idiot or should I date this other idiot? I want to know, you know, God, what's, what's the will of God for me? And, and that, listen, the Bible says when it comes to that kind of stuff, you ask for wisdom. God will give you wisdom so you can make a decision. That's not, that's what we bore the will of God. That's not the will of God. If you're struggling with the will of God... On piddly decisions you have to make, that's not man, no. I could preach an hour and a half just on that, I won't get caught into that <laughs> what is the will? the will of God, the will of the Father is to obey the teachings of the scriptures, what Jesus said, well I don't know what the will of God I'll tell you what the will of God is, Jesus just told us in, in uh, his sermon on the mount, let me give you a recap you want to know what the will of God, he just told us rejoice when people insult you don't hide the light of your faith don't hate people Make peace with everyone in your life. Don't drag people to court. Don't lust after women. Don't divorce your spouse. Let your yes be yes, your no be no. Turn the other cheek. Love your enemies. Don't just do good things to be seen by others, but to be seen by God. Pray simply, just don't babble. Forgive people or God won't forgive you. Put your money into the kingdom of God. You cannot serve both God and money. Don't worry, trust God. Don't judge people, ask, seek, knock. This is the will of God. Don't get caught up in this, you know, I got I don't know, I don't know. I don't know when I go to Burger King or to McDonald's, I am just don't know. I, just, I want to know the will of God, oh God show me. Again, they make all the will of God about decisions, it's not, now if God really doesn't want you to go to McDonald's, He'll show you. I don't, I don't think He cares, but uh, if, we had a, if we had a Chick-fil-A in town, He'd probably make sure you went there, but I mean beyond that. I'll choose you where. <laughs> I, I te- I'm telling you, as a pastor, you hear people, they come to you and the, oh, their whole thing of the will of God is about decisions they have to make. They don't understand that most of life God lets you choose. Ask for wisdom. Knowing that someday we will stand before God and give an account, you want to make the best advice you can. God will give you wisdom. So you can make the right, but that's not the will of God. Now, sometimes it is the will of God. But when it really is the will of God, God wants you to do something or not, God is not shy. He's a big boy. said, have you ever tried to do something and all of a sudden every door slams shut? And you can't do it? That's the will of God. Don't do it. Are people always say, well, Pastor, how do you know God told you to do this? How do you know when God told you? To? I'm so glad God told you. Something hear a lot of voices. I know it looks like I do, but I don't. (laughs) My idea of the will of God is I'm in the house and God closes every door and window in the house. He opens one door and then he lights the house on fire. And I feel very motivated to go through the one door. Have you ever been like that in your life? All of a sudden, everything's going wrong. And, you know, I don't know. I just got lost. I lost this job. And this happened. And know, what can you do? Well, the only thing is I got, I got this over here. What should I do? What? Are you an idiot? Go! I mean, just quit getting so freaked out about that. That's not the will of God kind of stuff you should be obsessing about. Look at the scriptures. Look at your life. How are you doing these things? If you're doing this stuff, you're walking in the will of God. Well, Pastor, you know, I've, 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 Sin in a lot of these areas, okay. Doesn't mean you're doomed, it means repent, ask God to forgive you, and then stop it. Quit doing the same thing over and over. A lot of us, we just don't pay attention to the teachings of the scriptures. If you violate this list of stuff on a regular basis, I would be very afraid if I were you. Well, I don't believe you, it's Jesus in my heart, and I call him Lord, okay. He goes on to say, many on that day will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And in your name, drive out demons and in your name, perform many miracles. And then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. This is Jesus talking. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know how anybody could not read those words and not put a little bit of fear in you. Not a bad fear, but a good kind of fear. There's good fear and there's bad fear. Okay, bad fear sucks the life out of you. Good fear helps you stay alive. Okay, when I'm flying my airplane at 28,000 feet, I'm a little afraid to open the door. You know, it's just, But this is a good thing. You know, it's like, what's out here? You know, I, you don't do that. And that just freaks me out. I can't, you know, look at the people. He's not talking evil people. If people said, well, I prophesied in your name. I think, well, how much do I prophesy? In your name, I drive out demons. I, have I driven out demons? Well, I had teenagers once. <laughs> <laughs> Told them to get out, you know. <laughs> in your name performed many miracles, many miracles. These guys didn't get in. How many miracles have I, you know, I don't know, define miracle, but my wife still likes me. <laughs> Are you hearing this? He's so, miracles, this, that, and the other, and they don't get in? Are you kidding me? How is it possible? Because they didn't really live by the list I just read to you. They don't really walk with God, they don't really honor God. How you explain this other stuff, I don't know. Lots of people smarter than me can try and explain how any of it's possible. All I know is that we need to be careful. Jesus said, enter at the narrow gate, focus on the narrow gate, take this stuff seriously. Be careful, be cautious. Let the spirit of God, the grace of God fill you so you can walk free. And the good news is I know we all make mistakes, we all sin, but we don't have to be slaves to sin anymore. We were slaves to sin before we met Jesus. Do not tell me And I know I'm going against a lot of people today A lot of preachers A lot of Christians would disagree with me on this But don't tell me That Jesus can save us That he can forgive us That he can redeem us That he can put his spirit in us That he can heal us That he can do miracles in our lives That someday he can literally raise our bodies from the dead But he can't stop me from looking at porn Don't tell me that I don't believe it I can't help but lie I don't believe that I what kind of version of this you've got in your head. But that's not the grace of God that's in the Scripture. The good news is not only God can redeem us, He sets us free. And He whom the Son sets free is free indeed. <laughs> now, it's not about condemning people. This is just about being careful, you know. Some of you have asked me about this guy out at our campus here. We have some guy at the, in front of the church protesting us, I guess. He has a sign about hell. I I don't know if he's just warning people in general about hell, or telling us that we specifically are going in hell to hell, quite frankly, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not cussing, he's talking about hell, I don't know. (laughs) Now, if that was effective, I'd be out there. If I just got to hold aside, don't go to hell, and it worked, and everybody straightened straighten up, man, I'd put everybody on street corners all throughout Green Bay and <laughs> Stevens Point and Apple, just don't go to hell. That's not highly effective. You know, people think you're a little, you know, just, you know, we need to persuade people to, but one thing is true, we need to be careful. We need to be cautious. Let's take our faith seriously and, uh, and not take it lightly. The good news is we can do this. Jesus says a child can do this. This is not complicated. It's not easy, but it's not complicated. But we have, he will empower you to fulfill that which he has called you to do. He doesn't call you to do something and then leave you on your own. He trains us, he equips us, he shows us. If you will pray, if you will study the scriptures, if you will get more of God's truth in you, the power of God... And the beautiful thing is you can just start walking free. You don't have to hate people. I know sometimes we hate people. But then you repent. But you don't have to hate anybody. You don't have to cheat on your wife. You don't have to look at things that are destructive in your life. You don't have to do some of the things you know some of you know you're doing that you shouldn't be doing. Jesus has made it possible that we can walk in freedom. Let's strive to enter in at the straight gate. The narrow gate. Broad is the way that leads to destruction. A lot of people go in that way. Few that make it into life should put a little bit of fear in us. Let us put our hope and our trust in God. We cannot save ourselves. There's nothing you can do to redeem yourself. But we need to be circumspect. We need to do the will of the Father. Let the life of Christ burn in us so we can joyfully follow him. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word and your truth. Father, help us to understand your truth. And Lord, help us to walk in this joyous freedom that you've made possible. I know there's people here, Lord. Some of this is still really hard for them. They are still struggling. They are still walking in the matrix, the lies that they cannot stop, that they are doomed on this treadmill every time they try to get free. The agents of the matrix, temptation, doubt, fear, Satan come against them and try and convince them they cannot escape but lord let your word be true and every man a liar help us god to realize that in us is the power of god that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world that we can do all things through christ who gives us strength and help us to walk in this glorious freedom we pray in jesus name amen 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 Amen. Amen.